0: Are you ready kids? Hi, aye, aye, Captain. Look at me short. I'm the captain
1: now. Welcome to the Super Coach Co-Captains podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Super Coach Co Captains podcast. I'm on your host, Dano, and with me, as always, we have the unlovable Pato. Welcome, Pato.
0: Unlovable. Wowzers. After yeah, the welcome was... you gave me when I jumped into the call, and now you're uh, calling me unlovable. Um, no, unlovable is Braden Proust, but we'll get into that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, unlovable on Twitter by some people. Anyway. <laughs> We'll get onto the group winner, and can you say this name for me, Pato? Because it's, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm not with it. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't don't fuck it up. But Rupoge,
0: Rupoge, something Rupoj. like that. Sorry if we got that wrong, mate. Sounds like Luke Hodge, Rupoge. <laughs> Had a better um, week than Luke Hodge, didn't he? Get injured playing local footy this weekend. You
1: fucking did too. Um. Anyway, I think it's Poggy's Purple Monkeys. Is the team name got a 1990 good year? Remember it well. Not really. I wasn't born then. Um, with Tuke captain, fuck yeah! But he also who else does he own? Pato. Uh,
0: he's a Ridley owner, which is interesting. Um, still hasn't really come right. Yeah. Um, but got some pretty high-scoring scores this week from Doherty, McRae, Heaney and Cogs. So I'm yep. um, pretty stock-standard team to an extent, but um, good enough to get our weekly group winner. So well done, Podgy.
1: Yep. Now we've got a massive episode. We're going to do it a bit differently. Um, So Pato, can you just rattle off the injuries really quickly and then we'll explain what we're doing after that.
0: Yes. So the main one is Tim English. Got a bit of delayed concussion from that flog, Braden Proust. Fuck you, Braden Proust. Um, He'll miss one, maybe even two weeks. The the 12 days comes right on the day that they play next week um, because they've got the Thursday game. So... Make sure you you stay noted on that one. Zach Butters did a knee, one to two. Um, Braden Pruce, he did an ankle. He's been clear to that, though, but the flog's been suspended. Um, so we need to fuck him off out of the team. Jeremy McGovern, um, this is why we said don't trade him in. He's done a rib um, at least two weeks. He was in hospital for a couple of nights. Apparently, they're putting a plate in his rib cage, but who gives a shit? It's Jeremy yeah. McGovern. You shouldn't have him. Sam Durden, um, this is why you don't go early on rookies. He's done a knee. Um, he plays for Carpenter and he's a fullback. So, of course, he's done a knee. Uh, four to six weeks at least for him. So, unlucky. Uh, Bryn Brian Teagle broke his collarbone. Uh, looked really good when he was on as well. This is actually a pretty brutal one. Would have been perfect cover for Tim English this week. But, no, the flog had to fucking break his collarbone, bumping someone. <laughs> so, that would be at least six weeks, you'd say. Taylor Juray, not super, super coach relevant, but is. Um, possibly Cleary comes in for him. Um, he's done a knee. Who knows how long that's going to be? Um, I don't think that's been diagnosed yet. James Peatling, um, really unlucky if you brought him in. At least he made some money because his break-even was so low. But he's pinged a hammer, so you got to fuck him off. Will Powell, I don't really want to talk about this one because it was nasty. If you are watching oh, yeah. this game, you'd still feel fucking sick in the stomach. Um, he broke and dislocated his ankle, Dano. I don't even know how that's possible, but he's probably going to miss a fair bit of footy. He was having a really good year as well, so that's really unlucky. Um, Notable for Jack Bowes, who came on and scored 35 in about a quarter and a half, so one to keep an eye on. We're not going to talk about the defence line this week, but that's the only thing we'll talk about is Jack Bowes' look at him as an option. Um, And another halfback from Gold Coast, Connor Budaric, did his hamstring, probably miss at least two to four. Um, And yeah, Real might have to play Halfback this week But anyway Let's go I need a breath
1: yeah, Fucking hell Jesus Christ Did Bose actually play? Um, yeah
0: he was the sub And he came on um, So Bedarek did his hammy And then about five minutes After that Powell did his ankle
1: Yeah um, shit So Fuck. yeah
0: He came on And um, Was on about 25 by three quarter time And he got In about ten minutes of footy um, And then Spent a fair bit Of the fourth quarter On the bench For whatever reason um, Yeah Maybe they're just nursing him through something. But, yeah, looks pretty good. Um, he went and played halfback. I can't imagine him playing anywhere else because they need a halfback. Yep. And, and Will yep. Powell has... Sorry, not Will Powell, Um Jack Bowes has played that role before and done it well. So I, I actually think he's a pretty good option this week if you're looking for someone at the price range um, and you already have Whitfield.
1: But we're going to do things a bit differently this week, Pato, because most of the injuries have come in the rucks in the forward line. So we're going to skip defense and we're going to skip midfield this week and just discuss rucks and forwards. So it's a bit, di- bit different listeners, but we're going to try and cater to your needs and, and so what we're going... we're going to do. Yeah. What we're going to do, Dano,
0: um, we'll break it down into price ranges for everyone because I think Proust is a trade out and I think butters is a trade out as well. Um, Butters last year did us the same injury to his knee, um, missed one week but when he came back he really struggled with his lateral movement and pretty much got thrown forward and didn't look good at all you can have a look at his scoring mm-hmm. at the back end of last year so he's he's one you've got to just put on the shelf and and maybe you start starting next year i don't think many people are going to want to do it yeah, um in. but this is all based on how much money you've got to spend basically um because a lot of people will have to go cheap some people might have the cash but yeah we'll we'll cover all price ranges so whatever budget you've got to spend we are going to talk about
1: it so here we go Okay, so the first budget range up forward is the 550k plus range. So we'll start with Luke Parker at 559k, 106 average in 27% of teams, 97 at break even. He should still be in the top six forwards, Pato. Um, could have got him cheap in the 400,000 range, but we'll disregard that because some people still don't have him. Yeah, Lukey Parker, definitely a good consideration.
0: Yeah, I, I still think he's at a great price um, considering his output. He was on about 10 at quarter time. And I thought, oh, geez, he probably wasn't watching the game. Um, but I thought, geez, is he Is he going to put out a stinker here? But um, yeah, marched on to 135. Um, he's playing an inside mid-roll. He's, um, yeah, looking really, really good. I think his average will go up towards a 110, 112 range by the end of the season. So I'm surprised he's only in 23% of teams. don't know. It seems pretty low for for what he's been doing.
1: Now, and the next bloke's even lower at 18%, and that's Marcus Bontempelli at 575k, 112 average, but he's got 110 break even. But, Paddo, we've been saying this, the man's ceiling is fucking ridiculously high. With whoever's been out, Bailey Smith and whatnot, he's he's, he's going to get 110 plus, generally. And you can't, yeah. can't ignore that when-
0: forward. When we talk about ceilings as a forward, there's probably only Tim English that can match him in terms of what he can do. A lot of people were skeptical about Bond. I think that's why he's in only 18% of teams, is because of the shoulder and he had a bit of an ankle niggle. Um, if you saw any of the game on Saturday night, they know. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't watch it live. I went to the Harry Potter stage show. <laughs> um, I'm sure you were. Nerd. I'm sure you were. Watch- <laughs> Nerd, you can talk. Um, <laughs> Or should I say geek? Anyway. Yeah, shut the fuck um, up. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so, I, but I saw some highlights and Bontempelli looked like he was moving really well. Um, and at the end of the day, he's averaging 110 before a week off. And I think the week off will do him really well. So I can see him. He could go 120 on the rest of the year, don't I? That's how good he can be. And if you can scrape up 575k, I think
1: this is your forward trade in 100%. Yeah, yep, yeah, agreed. The other one is Pado's favourite in Liberatore at 547K, 103 average, 3.4% of teams. Hard to ignore that as a fucking POD and a 97 break even. But as we say every week, he's not a sexy pick, but what is he, Pado?
0: He's fucking consistent, and sometimes yeah. that's all you need, especially from your F6. Um, I mean, since, what was it, round six? Uh, just read the run sheet, dickhead. Um, yeah, since round six, he's scored between 87 and 137. Um, so yeah, he doesn't have a, a low ceiling, uh, but if he's going to score you 90 plus every week, you'll take that even if his ceiling isn't super high. So he'll have his big games as well. He's scored a couple in the 130s this year, um, including one against Carlton, which aren't a bad midfield. Um, and he scored a 120 against Geelong as well. So, um, yeah, as we said, he'll probably go about 100 every week, and maybe that's what you need in that F6 sort of spot. And um, I think people are sleeping a little bit on Libba, so if you can get the money and you can't quite get to Bont or Parker, um, Libba's a really good option.
1: Yep, yep. Now we'll go to the 500 to 550K range. And the first one is Stephen Canelio, 533K, 101 average, 60% of teams, and a 27 break even. Fucking four-round average of 128. Fucking Oh, since Leon got the flick and um, he's now on trial uh, for fraudulent behavior, Paddo, um for impersonating a coach for like the last eight years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Cogs is back. He looks good. He looks fucking brilliant under McVeigh.
0: Yeah, I just hope he played enough forward in the first half of the year to, to get forward status next year. But anyway that's a bit off topic um yeah he's monstering it since uh McVay took over this is why we said you cannot trade him without seeing what the role is I know his break even was at about 560. but he's now at 533k and going upwards Dana he'll be up to a 600k because he will probably average 110 for the rest of the year
1: yeah
0: um that's how good his ceiling is as a midfielder um, he's in a lot of teams already but I know a lot did trade him out so if you can swallow your pride and, and forget that it's Canelio and that you already owned him just like I did last week when I brought in Whitfield I traded out Whitfield at round 2 or 3 Dano, because he didn't look right um, I brought him back in cheap as fuck and I'm going to enjoy his 110s every week so same mm. with Cornelio um, his averages is at 100 and that's really good already um, I can see him moving up past Liber and, and Brody um, in terms of averages for the year so that puts him in the top 6 range and yeah, Cornelio is a great option. and still a really good price.
1: Yeah, This next bloke that we're going to talk about, I actually was going to consider him in the ruck line, and that's Toddy Goldstein at 532k. 94 average, 4% ownership, 112 break even. But what has he been averaging since he took over that number one ruck role, Pato? Do you know?
0: Yes, I do. So, yeah, Cherry went down with that injury. He missed three or four weeks, I believe, Dono.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and when cherry came back goldstein kept the number one mantle um and he's averaging 112 since that happened Ooh. so um really really good numbers we know goldie is a proven performer um and he's had a low of 88 in that time as well so um and that was against max born which most yeah, people yeah. don't score super well against in the ruck so um it's funny you say that dano i am 6k short of bringing in sean darcy for that fucking flogging orange <laughs> and I'm not talking about Toby Green because I actually love Toby Green. Yeah, um But I'm Bruce. talking about Bruce. Fuck you, Braden Bruce, Never again. <laughs> but I'm not mad about it at all. But I uh, know Todd Goldstein is probably the guy I'm going to bring in. Um I think I'm going to do it, Dano. Um, it's just got role change written all over it. So it is risky. Um, yeah. But that 112 includes games against Melbourne, Gold Coast, and Kilda and Frio, um, who all have really good ruck. Um. Or ruckman or ruck combinations and um yeah. Yeah. most rucks don't score super well against those teams so um yeah i, th- I think it's a pretty good option for the price um he's got dpb as well so if you lose a forward and you need to go straight to so if you lose a forward like dunkley say dunkley pops his shoulder again and misses the rest of the year you can just turn dunkley into sean darcy and you can switch switch goldstein forward so i think that's really handy and i think as people are running out of trades. I know I'm running quite low Dano. Mm. Um, that sort of DPP flexibility is going to be really important when you're shopping on a budget, basically.
1: Funny you should mention that. So I'm thinking of bringing, um, Goldie in up forward, but then switching him with English, putting English on the forward line bench and having, so then I keep English for the week, then bring him back in. And then, yeah, it's a, the way I'm going to be working it personally. Um, just just because of that. The trades are starting to run low. I want to have at least five, those bonus five trades in hand for injuries and tactical moves for the rest of the season. Um, that sort of thing. So I don't mind the Goldie pick at all, and he will be coming in for me. Um, Jeremy Cameron's the next one, Paddo. 513K, 92 average, 3% of teams own him, 55 break even. We we named him last week because so many people on Facebook kept bringing him up about being an option. I personally don't like him as an option. I reckon money could be better spent elsewhere. Um, but what what are your thoughts, Pato? I don't know what your thoughts were last week. Have you changed your tune? Uh no, I don't love
0: this at all. Um, at the end of the day, the guy's played thirteen out of thirteen games this year. How often does he play twenty two, Dana? You would know as a as a Not much. GWS fan? Not much. Not much at all. Um he had hamstring problems last year. Um, I think he had two separate hamstring injuries last year. Um, probably played about 15 games. I just I don't love it. I don't love it. I actually, if I'm bringing in a key forward from Geelong because of the because of the uh, the run home, I'm looking at someone that's a bit cheaper. Um, and we'll talk about him a bit uh, very soon. Um, yep. He's also got really weird scoring patterns. Like I remember last year he scored like 160 odd against Richmond. Uh, 137 it was. Um, yeah. But then the year before that is called 48. So the role almost doesn't even matter. And mm-hmm. the way Geelong play as well, they they like to manipulate matchups. So if Jeremy Cameron has, a, say, a James Sicily on him, um, which funnily enough uh, he had, he scored 78 against Hawthorne. they'll send Jeremy Cameron up the ground and get Sicily not not intercepting the ball. So they're they're pretty pretty um, fluid like that. Um, where they just move guys around to, to manipulate the matchups. And he only scored 95, 94 against West Coast as well. Um, mm. So, yeah, mm. I, I don't love it. I think... Um, honestly, I think there's only one trading option from Geelong and he's in
1: the midfield, Dano. Oh, yeah, man. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, Tom Lynch is the next one. 539K93 average, 1.2% of teams, 186 break even. So he's kind of similar to Jeremy Cameron, except... I actually don't mind the lynch pick, but I'd wait for his price to drop in all honesty. But if you're in a desperate situation this round, you might have to bite the bullet, but I, I wouldn't bring him in this round, Pado.
0: Yeah, I agree. He's got a break even of 186, but if you need a body this week, you might have to. Um, the thing is he might score about 60-odd against Geelong. I can't see him doing mm. really well. Um, but then West, next, next week we've got West Coast at the G. So um
1: time to strike yeah
0: next week's probably probably the time if you want to take the risk on tom lynch maybe you've got the trades that you can bring in tom lynch as an f7 and i think next week is absolutely the time to do that because he'll be maybe under 500k depending on how he goes this week um but if you need it richmond do have a pretty good run home and tom lynch has actually scored pretty well this year um he's getting a little bit more of a footy he's moving up the ground um, and he's getting on the end of, of a lot of chains as well and kicking a lot of goals from the goal square. And Jack Rewalts sort of playing that support role rather than the goals. And Tom mm. Lynch is definitely the man up there. So, um, yeah, look, the price isn't great this week. You can definitely do better for that amount of money. Um, yeah. But, yeah, great run home. So if you want to take a risk on a key forward, Tom Lynch is in the discussion.
1: Next one's Adam Trevor. At 505k, 97 average, 19% ownership, 128 break-even. He's looked good since Bailey Smith has been out of the team. But, like, Bailey Smith's going to come back at some stage. And, look, Trelaw doesn't have the greatest track record of injury history uh, there, Paddo. So, is it worth the risk? I'd actually say no. No. if you're bringing someone in, you want them to play good for the rest of the season, essentially, and win you head-to-heads and whatnot, not for two to three weeks, and then their scoring fluctuates again.
0: Yeah, agree. I don't like uh, Treloar at all. Um, another one that just never plays 22 games and has played every game this year. So if you if you play the chances, um, I think you can get better value for much cheaper yeah. than Treloar. Um Agreed. And this guy's in more teams than Ponte
1: which doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) 19%. Shit. Um, I know you've put on the run sheet uh, 490k and below for the next lot, but I'll call it 500k and below just to squeeze this bloke in, which is Jade Gresham, the first one of our 500k and below targets. So he's 490k, 95 average, 21% ownership, 87 break even. He's benefited from Steele being out, but Steele actually has been um, floated around as being playing, uh, listed to play this week. So, does that change the tune now on Gresham, Paddo?
0: Yeah, I don't like this at all. Um, It's easier to see the five-round average at 106, and that is the five weeks that Jack Steele has missed. His average on the year is 95. Yeah, sure, he had some okay games while Jack Steele was in the teams, but he also had two scores in the 50s. Hmm. So that's pretty much the range that you'll get from Gresham. I think you can do much better for probably even
1: cheaper. Um, probably this next guy is, is a lot better option. Oh, This is, this is going to uh, piss off a few people, I reckon. An next bloke to consider is Isaac Heaney at 453k, 102 average, 44% ownership, 47 break even, Paddo. He looked great in the midfield, but is the role actually there? No, the role
0: is. the role isn't really there. Um, I'll look up how many CBAs he had, but it wasn't that many, Dano. And um not many. Sure, um, he can score great as a forward, but it is a very roller coaster role for Heaney. Um Parker has essentially replaced him as that centre bounce mid. And that's why I don't really love Heaney as an option. And you've also got the further the health issues as well. Um, Can can you really say
1: Parker replaced him when really it was Heaney replacing Parker and then they've switched it back to the original?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for the first six weeks of the season or so that Parker played forward and, and they were just missing that spark up forward that Heaney provides because he is an absolute star. So they Mm. pretty much swapped. There you go. Heaney had zero center bounce attendances on the weekend. That's not good. So I think that's enough to, to put a line through Heaney. Um, 450K is very attractive, but he's not going to play Port Adelaide every week.
1: Mm. Um,
0: he's got a really good next couple of weeks against the Saints and the Bombers. But then he's got the Bulldogs and Frio. Then he plays Adelaide, GWS, North, and then Collingwood St. Kilda. So it's not a horrible run home. It's really weird they play St. Kilda twice in eight weeks.
1: Yeah. AFL's weird. Yeah, weird very toys. weird.
0: Um, but I I don't love it. I don't love it. I think this the the scoring's gonna to be too up and down. Um wouldn't you just rather... Well, I know he's a lot more expensive, but wouldn't you just rather a Liber who you know you're going to get 90 to 110 from every week? Or this next bloke?
1: I, I prefer this, this
0: next bloke, bloke to Heaney.
1: I I have been... I fucking... The, the potential of this bloke being in my team. He's in my draft team. We even had some people on Twitter ask us if he's a good option, and I reckon he is. And people are going to cringe when I say it, but it's Taylor Walker at 488k, 99 average in 1% of teams and a 47 break. Even he's pushing up the ground. He's getting all those disposals. He doesn't have to kick a bag to get near a hundred. But then when he kicks two to three goals, he's fucking sailing. Like he's, he's a really good option. And do you reckon he can keep it up with this um, role that he's playing? Pato pushing up the ground a bit more.
0: I agree. I I think it's a better option than Heaney. If you've got the extra 30 K, um, Because, yeah, as you said, he's getting sort of 20 touches a game. Um, Interestingly enough, I I watched it very closely because I had Taylor Walker to get 20 touches on the weekend and he only got 18. Um, So he was on 90-odd at three-quarter time and didn't touch the footy in the last quarter, which was a little bit disappointing. Sam Collins did a pretty good job on him in the fourth quarter. um, But before that, he was on track for a 110. Um, Gave away two free kicks and kicked one goal three in pretty swirly conditions up on the Gold Coast. So... Mm. Um, He doesn't usually kick that crooked. Um, If you can get two goals from Tex Walker in 20 touches, that's probably going to be a 105 average, honestly, Dano. And um, plays North twice. Twice, Dano. And he plays West Coast as well on the rest of the year. Um, He also plays Melbourne, which Stephen May is probably going to be back by then. So that's not a great matchup. Collingwood struggle against key forwards. Carlton in round 20, who knows what their key defense stocks are going to look like by then. Um, and Port Adelaide to end the year and their key stocks are shocking down back as well. So it's a strong run home. I think it's a better run home than Geelong. I know obviously Geelong are better than than Adelaide, but I think Taylor Walker can score more than Jeremy Cameron um, for the rest of the year. And I think he's a good option. The only, the only thing is a is a flog. And if you've got a no flog policy, then obviously you're looking straight past Tex Walker. Um, B he is a bit of a hothead. Like he got involved in a couple of scuffles on the weekend and with Adelaide being a sort of bottom four team, are they, Dano? Um, mm. Maybe he's less inclined to, to pull his head in, in a scuffle like that. And may, maybe at risk of a one week suspension. Um, but on the flip side, he's playing for a contract and Adelaide yeah. aren't offering him a contract. So I think, I think it could be worth the risk because he could be playing to try and impress a Freo or a Brisbane or someone that's looking for a key forward next year. So that gives him pretty good motivation to get that one last uh, pay packet uh, for a year or two with a contending team. So I think there's enough to play for there for for Walker. And I honestly think he can average 105 on the year and score better than Heaney.
1: Yeah, I agree. 100% agree. Our next bloke, who 11% of teams held on to, is Tim Taranto at 465K. No, 11%
0: of teams have given up and still got Taranto in their team. (laughs)
1: For sixty five K ninety four average, hundred and twenty one break even. Now I would personally hold off for the week. Um to see if he if he if he gets a one twenty, his price doesn't change. If he gets a one ten, he still drops, but then he's shown you that he can crack that one hundred mark after his back issue. So I'd wait the week just to see how he goes. Let's say he scores one thirty, he doesn't go up much, does he, Pato?
0: No, but the issue is some people can't wait, some people have just gotta get that playing body. So It would be a huge risk to bring him in this week blind, not knowing what his role is going to be. Um, You might be able to enlighten us on what the role was on the weekend, Dano, for that midfield group. Um, But Lockie Ash was named in the midfield. Did he play midfield?
1: They pretty much run everyone through the midfield in the VFL. The only thing is the VFL team isn't going too well at the moment. No, the AFL. Oh, the AFL. AFL, Lockie. Wait, did you say Lockie Ash or Lockie Whitfield? Lockie Ash. Lockie Ash, I'm pretty sure he rotated a little bit through there. Um, I didn't really pay too much attention to Lockie Ash, to be honest, because he's he's yeah, an not,
0: underwhelming not, footy player. Yeah,
1: yeah. He pushed through the middle. of I think he kicked a goal from memory. Yeah, so he was obviously um, part of oh, the, no, the mid rotation. rotation.
0: Um, and That's so is Tanner
1: Bruin. 69% defensive half um, for Locky Ash, um, but he pushed many, up the ground. How so, many CBAs? So, CBAs, we will go down to them now. Doo, 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 doo. Where the heck have you gone? <laughs> uh, four. So you had four. It's not four. A huge so amount.
0: my point is, with guys like Lockie Ash and Tanner Bruin rotating through the midfield, I think there are CBAs available for Toronto um, as oh, a sort yeah. of midfield slash forward rotation. Um, And we know that McVeigh is going to play guys in the positions that they're the best in. So... I think if you're desperate and you've got 460K, um, I like both Tex and Taranto. But if you can't get to Tex, um, I like Taranto. I think it'd be worth the risk. Um, a back injury is risky, but in the VFL, he had 32 touches. Um, and it wasn't just against a random team. It was against the Gold Coast Suns, So it was against an AFL-listed midfielder. So, um, yeah, if you don't have a choice, I think it's worth the risk. Um, but if you can wait a week and just see what, what the role is and, and how he looks... And what but um yeah, I, I don't mind the risk, do I? don't know what you think.
1: I'd 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 wait a week, but I think he slots straight in in there with the half forward and um center rotations. Um Peatling going down this could be bad for Josh Kelly owners, potentially. Don't say that. Ke- well don't say that. Peatling going down, Kelly got very frustrated on the weekend. Um, he was in so many good spots, and no one fed him out the ball. So, yeah, I, I they could put Tim Taranto straight back in the middle and push Kelly out to the wing. I don't know, I don't know, but hopefully it could not. Be, it could be bad for Josh Kelly owners. Um, but yeah, I reckon Tim Taranto does his best work in the middle, uh, but only when Hopper's playing. <laughs> Hopper's coming back soon too. Fun fact. So that could benefit Taranto when he comes back, but at this stage I'd wait a week. If you're desperate, I'd go for someone else. Too risky. Too risky. And you know how I like to roll the dice. Yes. Yeah, I think it's too risky at this stage.
0: Right. Heard it here first, folks. The GWS guru.
1: Next week. Next week is a potential. Um next one's Tom Hawkins. At four fifty nine k ninety one average four percent ownership seventy six break even. You're buying Richmond this week, Pato. That's actually a good. That'll be a good game. Um, but a good run after yep. that, just I'll like Jeremy Cameron. But at the same time, it's Tom Hawkins and Jeremy Cameron show. They're gonna they're swiping points off of each other essentially, um, unless they both kick a bag each. But I doubt it. It's one or the other or none. I'd rather go with none.
0: Yeah, so Tom Hawkins actually had a pretty good um, back end of the year last year.
1: Oh, I know, because um, <laughs> I had him.
0: Yeah, yeah, and played some decent teams in that span as well. So, um, if you're going to take a risk on a Geelong forward, I would make it um, Tom Hawkins, honestly, and pocket the extra cash. And what is there a hundred k difference?
1: No, not no, not hundred k difference. No,
0: eighty k, sixty k, seventy k, whatever.
1: Um, it is. Oh, well, it's five thirteen to. Well, it's about fifty. Seventy k. Fifty, 50. four, isn't it? Something like that. It's five thirteen. Yeah, fifty four. Fifty four
0: k. Yes, but I, th- I think you'd be better off just going Hawkins if you are. I think there's better options though. Yeah, there is
1: better options. Um, uh, we'll move on to the next bloke then. Um, who could have a nice little run over the next few weeks, which is Lukey Jackson at three eighty one K eighty three average, thirteen percent ownership, eighty nine break even. But he's only really good for the short term, Pato, unless they're playing Gold Coast again, because for some reason Gold Coast can't match up well against Luke Jackson and he just has a fucking field day against him every time. Um and that's yeah, just this, with Gorn out.
0: This guy is the most traded in this week that's not on my team. That's nearly 6,000 people have traded him in so far. Um, look, I like it as a short-term play, but unless you have eight or 10 trades left, um, why would you? I don't get it.
1: Oh, I want to see. Who, who does he have? So he has um, Brisbane this week. Oh, shit. Second versus first. Nice. Um, yeah, it's going to be then, a
0: ripper game on Thursday night.
1: Then Adelaide. And then I think... How many how many games does Max Gorn miss? Is it 3?
0: Well, they reckon it's 1 to 3 um but he's done a, a syndesmosis, so that's usually at least 4.
1: Okay. We'll look at we'll look to three rounds. So then he's got the Geelong and then if Max Gorn's back the game after he has Port Adelaide. So that I don't like that. Um and then the game that's after That's three
0: that really run. tough matchups in the next 3 and if you look at like Rocks. Um cuz Oscar's a, Oscar is a pretty good negating ruck as well. Um
1: O'Brien's a pretty tough
0: matchup, and we and we know about Stanley's uh, defensive rock um, capability. Wouldn't he tailed Mm. up English?
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not liking it, and I don't know why. Even at 380k, you
0: you you're you're penciling in another trade, and I just don't see the worth.
1: The only reason why you'd bring him in, in my opinion, is if you're trying to free up cash for somewhere an upgrade somewhere else, and then hoping that if you've got rookies playing, that they make enough money that if you do use one to two trades later, you can just use Jackson as a floater between forward and ruck bench. That's the only way I'd bring him in. And to be honest, the amount of injuries that keep happening, I'm not liking that. Yeah, it's just not worth penciling in the trades, I don't think. No. Unless you're like one of our mates that has like, what? He has 17 trades left. I yeah, I don't know. understand how that happens. But I anyway, I think he just ghost shipped and then just held on and didn't give a fuck about Supercoach. But <laughs> um yeah, he, he he could do this one. But anyway, the next bloke we've already spoken about before, um he's got he doesn't have DPP though, does he, Paddo? Um this next Yeah, he year does. Year. He does. Oh, even better. Yeah, it's, it's Lee, forward Lee, defender. Liam Baker, Liam Baker forward defence. 464K, 78 average, 2% ownership, 62 break even. Pardo can talk about this bloke uh, because he'd been eye-fucking him uh, for a while now um, with that role change.
0: Yeah, so he was at 355K when he changed to a halfback role, which is literally Jaden Short's role. Mm. Um, And in that time, he scored 90, 134, 80, 112, and 100. So he's scoring better than Rioli did um, in a similar role and baker looks incredible doing it he's he's getting shots on goal as well dano so the, the richmond halfbacks are quite aggressive and attacking in their um role that's that's how the system is set up mm. um, and i think if you if you were to know that baker was going to stay in this role for the rest of the year you would absolutely lock him in and anyone that watched that game against carlton last week i don't want to say he's the reason we won the game but he had a very big hand in it um and i'd be surprised if he wasn't sort of second or third best on ground for richmond um that's how good he was um, scoring 100, so I really like it. The only thing is, he is really good in a lot of different roles. Mm. And, and I think if they look to reinvent Jaden Short because he doesn't look great, he's playing sort of a half forward slash wing slash midfield role,
1: yeah, not and his scoring has
0: gone down in the dumps. If they decide to put Jaden Short back into defense, Baker's the one that that we'll probably swap with him and play that half forward role again, where he'll score sort of 70 to 80 every week. So that's where it's a little bit risky. Um, if Jaden short went down with injury, geez, please don't let that happen. Super coach gods. But um, that's touching. Wood. I would, I would be happy to lock in Liam Baker if Jaden short were to go down, because that means his role is locked in. Um, it is a little bit risky, but if you do like playing on the, uh, the aggressive side and and backing someone in, I think it'd be a better option than Himmelberg Dano, who will probably end up playing full forward again at some stage.
1: Himmelberg only went to Ruck and full forward because Pruce went down and Hogan was just off on the bench most of the time, and he still scored ninety odd. He did, so... but Bruce Pruce went
0: down. Flynn was a late out. Yeah, we've well, got only no Ruck and... Rucks.
1: No, I think yeah, Briggs, Briggs is injured is the...
0: too. Yeah, exactly. So he'll play ruck this week.
1: No, I don't. Actually, oh, slow man, Lucky Keith in the ruck. Nah,
0: not not full time. They'll split
1: time. Yeah, I'll 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 look into that one a bit more. And Phil Davis, um, I think, is coming back this week. Don't I? Yeah, I'll, I'll look into that one a bit more. Um, the next bloke we got is Jack Graham at 489k, 82 average, 0.7% of teams and a 94 break even. He's fucking going well, Paddo. Um, looks like he's over those niggles and injuries, and he's averaging, what, 103 over the last five rounds? So he's fucking solid, especially for under 500k.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, he didn't have much of a preseason. He had a hip injury as well as a hamstring, I believe, Dano. Mm. So, am going to start um, him? Yeah, there, yeah, I was absolutely going to start him If he didn't have those injuries um, And I would have been very happy to take these scores On a regular basis But he's worked his way into the season now um, And from round 8 onwards He scored 103, 86, 130, 194 And he's getting about 10 CBAs a game um, So I, I think the, the role is there um, Absolute tackle machine He's had double-digit tackles the last few weeks, Dano Nice um, which is obviously really attractive and nine the week before that. So keep it in your pants. Mate. That that locks in 40 to 50 points just there. Um, and then whatever he gets from there is a bonus. He's not a, a super high possession getter, but the possessions he does get are usually contested and he's feeding it out. And, and the thing is Richmond have really hit a good vein of form. So they're not going to look to change too much. Um, Dusty is probably going to come back in this week. That's probably your only slight concern, but I think there's probably others that will lose CBAs over Jack Graham because Jack Graham looks a little bit odd away from the midfield because he's a bit on the slower side. So I don't I think you can play him on it. a wing. I don't like his half his half forward role is okay when he's forward of the ball. Um, but it's still not great. I think his bread and butter is as an inside mid. So yep. yeah, I, I I don't mind it. Jack Graham's not going to play him any other spots than that midfield role and his his body's starting to look really good. Um after his limited preseason, so I think it's a decent option for the price.
1: Yep, yep. Now we'll move on to the Rucks. So Paddo's put on our run cheap Proust uh, trade out options, but it's also Maxi Gorn as well. If you still held him and you're not quite sure if he's going to come back in time or not, like I did because he had he got injured and he had his buy. So I was like, he's not going to lose any money, um, even though he's in there. You get what I mean. Anyway, so 500k. Plus range. The first one's Jared Witts at 591k, 116 average, 43% ownership, but his break even's 163. He's got a solid run home there, Paddo. He'll hit um, that
0: this week, don't You reckon? Yep.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Port I, don't know. I reckon he could get at 130. I don't know about 163. He'll yep. get close. Ooh, bold call. Bold call. Yeah, don't mind him. Safe bet. Yeah, Probably looking like the R1,
0: Dano, Um, if you ignore English as a forward. Which is um, fucked. Well, you're not ignoring English, but I I think English and Wits are the top two rucks this year.
1: Yeah, and which is fucked because you look at what they were priced at at the start of the year. Imagine if you started Wits and English. I know a fair few that did. Yeah. Fucking geniuses. Or big balls. Either way, fucking good on you. Um, no, we'll move on from Jared Witts then, because we've got so many fucking rocks to go through, which I never thought I'd say. Um, our next one's <laughs> Sean Darcy at 558k, 101 average, 7% ownership, 179 break even. Had a week off. His ceiling's fucking huge. We know it. Um, and we talk about oh, his when he goes up against other good rocks. He fucking slayed Max Gorn when Max Gorn was fit. So... The only thing is, you don't know when he's fucking going to go huge and when he's going to fucking spud it up. But a 558K and limited options, I think he's an okay one.
0: Yeah, and his back end of last year was ridiculous, don't know, Like, ridiculous. They had a round 14 buy, and after that, he went 90 against the Magpies, so that's against Grundy. But then from then, he went 193. Yes, 93. Then he went 183. Then he went 156. Then he went 94. He went 116, 120, 150, and then he had 61 against the Saints when he was injured and they couldn't, um, they couldn't make finals. So he pretty much tanked the game and played forward.
1: Yeah. On so that, one leg.
0: that yeah, so that is like bonkers, bonkers. So yeah, yeah I'm spewing. I'm 6K short. Don't know. Rip,
1: rip. Well, you can and still I'm go. We haven't listed Goldie in this section, but he can be... He we we spoke about before. Goldie, and yeah.
0: he's obviously in that same yep. same category here as a rock.
1: Yep, yep. Um, we'll go on to the next one, which is Toby Nankervis at 566k99 average, 4% ownership, 142 break even. Pado doesn't like him because he reckons he's going to get suspended at some stage, but... Did you say Nankervis? First... Oh, what is it? There's an R in there. Yeah, I said Nankervis. I heard Nankervis. There's still an R in Nankivis. Nankervis. Nankervis. It's just saying it quicker. Right. <laughs> okay. Let me do it. Let me do it for the simpletons here. Toby Nankervis. That registered with you, Paddo?
0: Yep. Got it, mate.
1: Yep. Sweet. Okay. So um, Paddo's more worried about my pronunciation than the suspension. It seems that he he reckons is going to happen. I mean, but he's more expensive than Darcy, but yeah, he's more more consistent.
0: Yeah. um, The ceiling clearly isn't as high as as Darcy, um, but he's not always injured. So there's a plus, Um, but I still maintain that Nank's getting suspended at some stage soon. Um, The other thing is Bolter going down with a hamstring means that Soldo probably comes back into the team and he shares a little bit of ruck duties with him, Um, but he still scored really well. Nank is still the number one ruck role when... Sold players, so yeah, mm. good run home as well um, for opposition ruckman. So I don't mind Nank as an option, but just don't be surprised if he gets
1: suspended. Yeah, Riley O'Brien, the next one, five forty-four k, hundred and two average, four percent ownership like Nank, and but he's got one forty-five break-even. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't really have too much to say about Riley O'Brien. We know his potential. Um, the only thing is, he's been dropped once this season.
0: Yeah, it, it feels like the best option if Strawn wasn't absolutely killing it in the uh, in the sandfall every week. Um, it just feels risky to me. Dano's yeah. already been dropped once, as you said, and he's missed two games in a row after getting dropped. Um, that's why it's risky, but he's got a really strong average um, of 102 and can has shown a relatively high ceiling in the right matchup. Um, he scored 175 against Geelong Dano, which is pretty juicy. Yeah. Um, as the week I told everyone to bring him in and and he'll score high and he did. So um yeah, he's got north twice for the rest of the year as well. Obviously he's got the same run home as Tex Walker, so you already know that.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't love it
0: though. I think it's better options yeah. just with job security, better job security.
1: Same, same. Um, next bloke, Mark Blitz. Blah, 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 blah. Mark Blitzavs, five twenty-five K ninety-eight average, two percent ownership, one twenty-six break even paddo. He's not a super sexy pick. We like that statement, super sexy pick. Um he's got DPP in defense, but you won't really use it though, unless someone gets injured and you get from flick him into defense and get another rock that's, that's kinda of on heat. I doubt, uh, doubt you're going to have Tom Deconing because that's a fucking terrible pick and he has what defense ruck status as well. But yeah, he's, he's, he's okay. You'll get the job done blitz Arbs, but you kind of want someone that can break a game open in super coach. I mean,
0: yeah, I, I actually think this is a relatively safe option. Dano. Honestly, um, this is the other guy I'm tossing up between um so Goldstein or Blitzaves will be probably my trade in this week. Um maybe even the next guy we're gonna talk about, but we'll get to that. Um the the DPP situation means that I, it, just like before. Um if you lose a defender and you can only afford a half decent ruck, you just don't like the defenders at the price range. Um, you can flick Blitzavs back and you can just bring in a ruck if someone goes down in your defense and you've only got one trade to to deal with it. So I don't mind it. Um the only thing is the role. Um again, Geelong do throw guys around a little bit. Um sorry, I've got a sneeze coming, so it's just
1: distracting. That's me. all good. Um, they they throw yeah, they throw the guys around a little bit. You can yeah, sneeze now, Patrick. Um,
0: <laughs> and I think it's gone. The um the other thing is Back's if gone. deconing happens to uh hit a rookie wall, which I think I still think can happen. Um Blitzavs would be the one to play fullback, and they'll just bring in um they've got that Hawthorne um ex-hawthorne Ruckman on their list as well, who's just recently come back from injury.
1: Oh fuck. I know who you mean too.
0: And and people have forgotten that he exists, but he's just forget- back from yeah. a longish time term injury. Um
1: Yeah. Oh, anyway, fuck. it doesn't really,
0: yeah, doesn't um, really yeah. matter. It doesn't really matter, but just know that yeah. they've got a premiership. Backup Ruckman on their list. So the Blitzavs role can change pretty quickly. Um Koning has looked really good this year. But when push comes to shove, Geelong are playing for a premiership. And if De Koenig's form starts to taper off, Blitzavs is a proven fullback. And they've got um, that backup Ruck that can help out with Stanley. So just, just be aware of it. Um, and don't be surprised if it happens.
1: Yeah. Now we'll go on to the 400 to 500k range here, Paddo. First one's Oscar McInerney, the big O, 481 K, eighty seven average, one point seven percent ownership, one thirty four break even. Um last year, what did he average towards like the back end of the year? What was...
0: Yeah, um actually was went at a crazy one hundred and ten average, yep, which included two finals um last year. Um and he averaged eighty seven on the year dano. Um so, so... Same as last
1: year. He's averaging the same. Was last year, is he 87 87?
0: Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, 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 okay.
1: Um,
0: but no, the back end of last year, I'll read how his scores quickly 72, 115, 114, 106, 91, 148, 113, 120, 131, 96, 127, 82.
1: They're nice. And those
0: last two were in finals. So obviously that doesn't come into his uh, season average for super coach. Um, but just one of those really random, bizarre names that you, th- you like, I read out those scores and think, oh yeah, that's Brody Grundy or Max Gawn," But no, it was Oscar McInerney. Yeah. Um, so look, Darcy Fort is a slight concern because he sort of comes in and out of the team. Um, so that's maybe your only slight concern. But McInerney has shown a decent, consistent ceiling. Um, and as recently as last year. So um, if you are strapped for cash, I don't think that's the worst option at 480K to take a flyer on Oscar McInerney.
1: Yep. Next bike you got listed down that I've completely forgotten about is Tom Hickey at 452K, 74 average, 0.4% of teams own him. Bit weird. Um, and a 170 break even. So he could return this week, you reckon, Paddo?
0: Yeah, he spent a fair bit of time on the sidelines, Dano. Um, showed some shocking uh, performances early in the year, um, and that's because he was obviously dealing with some injury. Yeah, um, but he was rumoured to come back last week. Obviously didn't. Um, Laddams has got a one-week suspension, which is absolutely well-deserved. It Probably should have been through the flog. Um, but anyway, if we ignore it this year, Tom Hickey actually went at 103 average last year. Um, And was completely surprising. So, um, if you think if you're backing him to get back to that sort of scoring, um, I think at 452k is actually really good. And I think he's only 10k more than Proust. Dano, is that right?
1: I do not know. I can't remember. 12k
0: more? No, 8k more. Proust is 444k. So. Yeah. So if you are desperate for cash and you can't bring out the, the cash, I think you'd rather just go sideways to Hickey and take the risk than using up two of your remaining injury trades just to get more money to go to a higher option. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with bringing in Hickey this week. Dana, I don't know what you think. I don't like it. <laughs>
1: don't he's like he's
0: it. the sole rock. He'll, he'll rock on his own. Um, Sydney have he could a good also midfield. get injured again. Sorry, I just got an email. I don't know if that came through.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, no, I just said he could also get inj- injured again. He could, yeah. And you just fucking burned another trade on him. And if he gets injured during the game and he's got a 170 break even, let's say he scores a 20, you just lose a fuck ton of money.
0: That's rude to risky, mate. But if you've only got 450K to spend, there's fuck all options.
1: Well, the other bloke that we've got listed down is Rowan Marshall at 420K. An 83 average, 4% ownership, 138 break even. Um, The only thing is Riders playing at the same time. So... You, if you bring him in, you kind of want it, sounds bad, doesn't it? You kind of want Ryder to get suspended or injured or something. Yeah. It doesn't sound it ha- good saying ha- that. It there. has
0: happened pretty consistently, though, over the last few years with Paddy Ryder. Mm-hmm. And the guy's 34 mm-hmm. years old. So,
1: why don't I, I honestly don't know why they just don't say, yo, Paddy, just retire. They don't win without him. That's the thing. St Kilda mm. are a lot better when
0: he plays rather than not. Yeah, that's true. But since 2018, he's played 16 games, 17 games, 13 games, 12 games, and nine games this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. So it'd
0: be a huge risk, but it's a Patty rider injury away from being a really good pick and a really great value pick of 420s. K. So if you've got no money in the bank, Marshall's pretty much your only option.
1: Well, there's one You're other option, but we're not going to mention... We're oh, not to him. Nah, nah. It's it's only because of our mate Daniel. Daniel mentioned someone and I looked into it and I don't like it. That was a. Who didn't he mention? Of, I didn't yes, see that.
0: Ruckman oh, Daniels. no. Yeah. I was going to start him this year, don't I? Do you remember that? <laughs> and I'm <laughs> glad I. Well, at least he's played every game, unlike my supposedly set and forget rucks in Gorn and Grundy.
1: Yeah, that's true but in saying that you got more points out of gone and than he with Draper yeah uh, yeah anyway we move on to uh, listener questions Peter um, Peter Wright's probably the better
0: option than Draper honestly and Peter Wright's be honest, going to fall forward
1: yeah true Um. anyway we'll go on to listener questions we got fuck all this week Pato. so from our usual Tate on Facebook he goes steal this week we'll see how the first week goes and take the price drop but maybe miss out on a big score or does he hold butters if low on trades or if he's out too long? So with the steel one, wait a week. His break-even's quite high, isn't it, Paddo?
0: Yeah, you've got to wait. I think his break-even's up towards 200.
1: Yeah, he's not going to hit that.
0: And he's playing Sydney. Yeah, his break-even's 199 and he's playing Sydney. Um, who, That's granted, right. he has got a really good record against, but he's coming back early, so there's also a chance that he re-injures his, himself. Yep. I just think you wait a week, see what he looks like. Um, maybe you bring him in against Carlton next week. Um, but, yeah, you've got to wait, I think.
1: Yep. The other one was hold butters if low on trades. or And then he goes, or oh, he out too long. So, or if he's out for too long. We don't know how long he's going to be out for, do we, Pato? Like, specifically, like he, he could come back and then play forward and spud.
0: Yeah, I think you got to fuck him off. I, I, I'm i more worried about him coming back after just a week and not being 100%, which is exactly what happened last year.
1: Yeah, okay. So the other one is Pantelis, who was one of our um, top weekly group winners. He goes, should I eat KFC or Macca's tonight? Please advise. That was one day ago. I answered that question um, <laughs> on, on Facebook. Did somebody take. say KFC? I said, no rhetorical questions, please. He goes, yeah, yeah but cabbage. And I said, zing on, King, zing on. So, fucking zing on, King. I haven't
0: I've had KC for a while, don't I? But cabbage is better than lettuce in my eyes. I love cabbage.
1: <laughs> they don't slap a $1 surcharge on for cabbage, do they?
0: I need to get me a Zinger burger, I reckon. Yeah, fucking, oh,
1: shit through the eye of a needle. Anyway, we got no questions for the first time, I think, on Twitter.
0: Did we not get any? I haven't been on Twitter for a while.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think we got any questions on Twitter for the first time. But I, I got none on mine. You told me to get fucked, and that was the only No, I said I said okay. get fucked. Yeah, cuz you can't spell for shit. Um, yeah, that's that's all we got for the fucking questions. So, now we'll we we'll go on to the VCNC options, but before I do have my usual spiel, have you seen the fucking round this like the matchups this round? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's
0: it's It's nuts. This this is, yeah.
1: I think it's the first time I've ever seen like so many teams, even with each other, play in the one round.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest gap between ladder positions is GWS versus Collingwood. And GWS are playing like a team that's about eighth or ninth anyway, and that's where Collingwood are. So, Yeah. yeah, this is looking like a juicy round.
1: Uh, so we're not called the Supercoach co-captains for nothing. Every week we give you guys VC and C options to set your team apart from your from the rest so you can win your head-to-heads, climb up the rankings and whatnot. Anyway, our blockbuster game is tomorrow night, because we're recording on a Wednesday, um, which is Thursday, 23rd of June at the MCG, second to Melbourne versus first Brisbane. What a fucking round opener. What a round opener. Who you got in this one, Paddy? Eh?
0: I think... I think you're pretty silly not to chuck your VC on one of the big dogs in this game and just enjoy the game. Sit down, watch the game and enjoy it. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I have a feeling Barry probably goes to Oliver and, yep. and does a bit of a run with there. Um, That could free up Petrarca, who, mind you, is a really good trading option this week at 487,000 to average 120 on the rest of the year. Um, his last two against Brisbane, Petrarca, is 130 and 141. So that's looking pretty juicy. Mm. I'm probably going to go with Lockie Neal, though. Yeah. Um, if you if you rule out his 2021, which he was um, injured for most of the year, um, he went forward, 152 yeah. and 137 against them the previous two rounds. So, man, I'm looking forward to this game, Dano. It's going to be a fucking ripper.
1: Can I just say, in two weeks' time... Lockie Neal's average in three-game round, av- well, three game average versus Essenton. His lowest score is 157 in two weeks' Jeepers. time. His highest score is 198, which he got last year. Uh, sorry, this year. <laughs> Fuck. 157, 157, <laughs> 198. Anyway, that's distracting. That's two weeks' time. He'll be auto lock then. Um, but he's an auto-lock for VC um, if you don't have Oliver or Petrarca for me. You probably have one or the other, but yeah. I'm, what's Oliver's scoring like versus Brisbane? I know you said you. He got a ninety odd last year, but then he got one hundred and seventy seven in 2020. 103-2019. Oh. So it's really up and down.
0: Yeah, I but I, I just get the feeling that Barry's going to go with him. Yeah, VC
1: Neil. VC Neil. But you've got VC. a VC Oliver or Neil. You have
0: to. I, I don't think yeah. you, you. I don't think you can not. And you worry about your captain later. <laughs>
1: Yep, yeah, okay, Friday. We've got two games. Seven PM is the first one. Western Bulldogs versus Hawthorne, tenth versus fourteenth. Yeah, did you did you do Jack McRae last week, Pato? I
0: don't want to talk about captains last week.
1: Fucking I I had no reception and my <laughs> I didn't change my C. <laughs> so I ended up having it on Tim English, which wasn't that bad. He got a one ten.
0: Got more than my captain.
1: Oh, fuck. Okay. But Anyway, McRae, do you want to know his last three versus Hawthorne? Go for it. 136, 102, and 127. They're pretty solid. Pretty solid. Sounding
0: like a pretty decent backup captain option.
1: Yep, yep. I can't... The only other one, and I'm going to check this now because I haven't looked yet at him. Um, Marcus Bontempelli with the way he's going let's have a quick squeeze at the Bont 114
0: 161 in his last two
1: and then the 97 mm. where are they playing for so the uh, Marvel Marvel okay um McCrae like, loves Marvel yeah he does he does i don't really like any Hawthorne options um not even sicily to be honest i really like sicily um i thought i'm going to just double check something pato but i thought that um, defenders don't score that well against the Bulldogs for some reason. That's because so, so going,
0: many of the Bulldogs forwards and mids take all the points.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna just double check this very quickly um, because there is a chart, and our lovely mates at the Draft Doctors, Stevie Fizz, whips this up, and he has a chart for okay, so key defenders. I score good against the Bulldogs, okay. But general defenders don't. So you just you Sicily's gonna
0: match up on a Norton. So he's defense. Or a Jamara and just float off everything.
1: Yeah, okay. So he'll he'll be under key defenders. Not a, general defenders is like your half back flanks and stuff like yeah, that. No, so, so yeah, no, Sicily plays the full Yeah, so he'll be, he'll be deemed as good. Okay, so yeah, Sicily maybe, but I, I like McRae better. 40 disposals, no. Camel okay, responsible. Know. You never know. Um, you want to move on to the next uh, Friday night game?
0: Yeah, let's move on.
1: Yep, so this one's the bottom dwellers, West Coast versus Essendon at Optus Stadium, 18th versus
0: 16th. In other words, who gives a fuck? <laughs>
1: I I I don't know what the fuck to do in this one. Parish um, if is he playing? Yeah, he should be back. Um Yeah. I can only really think of Parish. Um Merritt didn't go the greatest with Dylan Sheel and that and no Parish. You know what the funny thing is, and I'm gonna say this just because we've got to talk about the game. Essendon play better when Parrish doesn't play. Because they actually move the ball forward. They don't look for the cheap disposal handouts and whatnot. They don't do their usual one-two bullshit. They actually move it forward, and that's where they—that's why they won. So maybe, and I'll probably get roasted for this, maybe it's either Parish needs to change the way he plays and move the ball forward a bit more when he gets it, or maybe trade him. No,
0: the thing is, Parish is the one that, that gets it out to the outside runners. Yeah. Um... So I, I feel like Parish actually helps Merritt.
1: Yeah, but Parish and Merritt are so used to doing their stupid little one-two sideways and shit like that. It's kind of like um, Tom Mitchell. When Tom Mitchell was scoring highly, but Hawthorne were just going poo-poo. Now, Tom Mitchell's not doing what he used to do, he's, and he's helping them move the ball forward, and they're not going to him solely all the time, getting the cheapies. Like Parish seems to do. Parish is a new Mitchell. Maybe Essendon should look at changing the way that they use him. Maybe Parish needs to change the way that he uses it. Anyway, the only real option in this game now is Parish. <laughs> 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 Just because Maybe of the feet gets. Oh nah. Mate. Nah. Do you know who they're playing? Bro, did you see the two previous games? <laughs> These games?
0: No, I tend to not watch West Coast.
1: No, the two previous games are West of Bulldogs versus Hawthorne and fucking Melbourne and Brisbane. So, Oh, yeah, that's why
0: I don't yeah. know why we spent this long on talking about West Coast versus Essendon. Well, I know. Who gives we a fuck to pull,
1: I've got some feedback that we need to talk about all games evenly. So, so. <laughs> that's the only oh, thing I could think of. Shove,
0: shove the feedback. We're not fucking talking about games like this. Uh,
1: Carlton versus Fremantle on the Saturday at Marvel, fifth versus third.
0: This would be a good game, too.
1: Have they played each other this year? I'll double-check that.
0: I'm sure we could find out.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah
0: and Cripps scored 139 in round six.
1: But Fremantle beat Carlton.
0: But Cripps scored 139.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh, what's Cripps's average looking like at the moment? Because people have been complaining about him.
0: 113
1: why are you complaining about 113 you tossers? Yeah, it's only 3, three. less than 2 Miller. No, is that No, that's his average. What's his three rounder? Three round average is 106. Five round is 96. That's probably why they're complaining. Um but you look at his last three games 114 126 79. Yeah, he's doing fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. Um not a bad, not a bad chat, not a bad chat. Andy Brayshaw, or is Hewitt gonna to towel him up? Nah, Hewitt'll probably go to him. What did he score last time when Hewitt played? It was earlier this year. Don't know. Let's find out. No, I'm looking it up. Talk among yourselves. Uh he got a hundred and four. So not. Yeah, hundred and four. One. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. You fucking flog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, what
1: about a Sean Darcy? Against Declanning. Now you're talking my language. It'll be a ballsy play. Bold move, Cotton. Bold move. Slap it around, silly. Ragdoll that little bitch, that skinny bitch.
0: Yeah, and coming off a break, I, 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 this could be a 160 game from Darcy. I'm not even kidding.
1: If you got Sean Darcy, I, I, I'd go VC, Neil... Oliver or McCray and if it doesn't pay off I actually don't mind the C Darcy J- just just <laughs> have a real look what yellow. he scored against him last year Dano? I don't think it was that well because they had Pitt in it you sure? oh what did he score against him last year? 193 oh fuck yeah this is it this is it <laughs> let's now, that go was boys that was at the MCG. that was at the
0: MCJ and this game's at Marvel fucking let's go boys but, but yeah, this is the play. This is, this it's is even play. more why I'm really annoyed that I'm six k yeah. short.
1: Rub that clip, rub that clip. Jesus, <laughs> we got this. Oh, there's the Smokey of the week, Sean Darcy, right there. Are you like Crips Walsh? Not really on Walsh. Yes on Walsh. No, I mean,
0: Walsh. Walsh got forty touches against the Tigers and scored
1: ninety, didn't he? Yeah, but I. Usually back someone that gets 40 to, you know, get a high-ish amount of Supercoach points.
0: Yeah, I think Cripps and Darcy are the only two options from this game, really.
1: All right. All right. Move on to Geelong versus Richmond. Fourth versus sixth. Um, four cents between them yeah, I reckon this might end up being game of the round. That that says something because yeah. we've got Melbourne versus Brisbane, but at the moment, no May, no Melbourne. Um, I yeah, I and it's at the MCG, so it's not at fucking GMHBABCDFG Stadium.
0: Yeah, so they've already got the excuse if they lose that they're not playing <laughs> at their real home.
1: That's true. That's true. Who but do you like? In but this they'll one? take all the ticket sales
0: from selling sixty k tickets to this game.
1: Have they? Have they played this season, Pato? No, yeah, they did. Oh, no, they, they did? didn't. No, they didn't. Jolong no, not the show. wiped the floor with Richmond last year. Okay.
0: Yeah, but we beat them in finals, so that's all the, one that, the only ones that matters.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true.
0: But no, this um, will be a ripper. I, I honestly don't know if there's many Supercoach options, though. That's the thing. Nah. Uh, nah, I mean, the, think the Guth could forwards. have a nice game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is, oh, Dangerfield's back this week, but I wouldn't bring him in. Yeah, no, I can't wait to, to watch him turn it
0: over all, the, all day. <laughs> Uh, we'll s- uh, so Nick lost man- him, if you've got him.
1: Or... No, Jack Cutting not everything not in Territory terri- 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 yet. Um, no. Jaden Short's fucking gone to pass. No. Um, Tom Stewart, is he back yet? Yeah, he's back. He is? I I don't love that, though, because he's going to be matched up on a rewalt, and rewalt's
0: just going to take him out of the area.
1: No, I don't reckon he'll be matched up on rewalt. I reckon he'll be matched up on Lynch, wouldn't he? Or is Lynch too tall for him? Nah, Lynch'll just ragdoll him Tommy I Stewart. hope he matches up on Lynch because that means Lynch will have a good game what well Tom Stewart's break evens 210
0: yeah Jesus. he's gonna be nice and juicy in a week or two
1: um he's he's th- three three game three games against Richmond to 118 points 92 points and 127 points mm. yeah um, <laughs> yeah,
0: no. it's a no from me.
1: Yeah, there's two. Uh, I still think Sean Darcy C and all the other ones that we mentioned VC so far. Even a Parish could be a VC or a C. Um, oh, that's enough time on Cats Richmond. Move on to Swans versus St Kilda, seventh versus eighth at the SCG. SCG. Who you got anyone? Callum Mills. Callum Mills, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Steele on the game back. If you're nuts enough to hold him, I mean he's still in that percentage of teams, so people do still have him.
0: Yeah, ghost ships.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. Um, Jack, Jack Sinclair, Sinclair could be a yep.
0: smoky. No, we sent him at
1: the he's- same time then. <laughs>
0: He's been scoring quite high. He's exactly 600,000, which is interesting. Um, It's going to really hurt not having this guy for the rest of the year. don't know. I don't know about you, but five-round average of 121. Probably doesn't have quite the ceiling that that other options do, but it's pretty safe for a 110-odd.
1: Well, Um, I I brought in Doherty and Dawson last week. Probably the best two trade-ins I've done all year. (laughs) Yeah, Nice. One forty and one thirty eight or whatever it was, or one twenty eight. It's Fucking sexy, nice. Um, I don't really like the spread of points in this game, to be honest. Heaney, no, maybe. No, because there's some juicy the matchups. Chain, but yeah. On Sunday. Yeah, uh, we'll move to Sunday then. So we got the first one. Is it? Is that Blundstone Arena? So yeah, we got the ta- oh. So basically, it's a prelude um, into the Tasmanian kangaroos versus the Adelaide Crows. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. R- they go. Rory oh yeah. They're mine. A bit of the Rosa in this one.
0: 149 against them at the end of last year.
1: Oh, but Rory, I don't think has the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Rory Led in this one. Um, Oh, how about your boy? Tex Luke Walker? McDonald? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Tex Walker? Yeah, the big Texan in this one. Might be nuts to say it, but I think he's going to get off the chain. He could boot about seven goals, he could. They're going to have a debutant archery.
0: on him as well.
1: Oh, yeah, true. Fuck. Oh. Assuming that North Melbourne social media team was accurate. With him debuting, but yeah, fuck, big te- oh, oh, Paddo. Here's another smoky captain option with Taylor, 100%. big Texan. Ooh. I don't really like anyone else, to be honest. No. Can I say one thing? Shout out to LDU for actually giving a fuck about football. <laughs> Shout you out mean to he you.
0: didn't fly to Bali?
1: No, he didn't fly to Bali. He's been, <laughs> he's been, he hasn't been on TikTok rating. Che- like fictitious chicks that's a load <laughs> lo- that was a topless- load of laying- shit Come while on, laying that-
0: in bed topless together that was kind of weird
1: hey, just just saying in- this- there's some weird
0: it. shit happening at Collingwood
1: but I'm just saying that that raiding bullshit that's like a trend on TikTok yeah they're like not yes. real people and they had their misses there actually now I say that, yeah, that sounds it sounds even weirder <laughs> The misos were there with. Them. I mean, whatever they're into these orgy parties. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, the boys has their um, that big orgy thing um coming out this Friday. The boys on Amazon Prime, their big comic book one where all, pretty much all the superheroes have a big orgy with each other. That's the episode this week. Tune in. You would fucking know that, mate. Fuck yeah, I love me comic books and shit like that. That fucking series is the most mental fucking thing. How can I'm going off on a tangent here they fucking had really? a, a superhero snort cocaine climb into someone's dick sneeze and ex- expand and rip him in half Jesus the show is fucking off its tits
0: anyway so Collingwood play GWS on Sunday Arvo
1: <laughs> weird porn Um, uh, yeah Jordan Degowie. he's not playing <laughs> I know
0: He's suspended for a week, isn't he? I
1: don't, no, because we're talking about Barley. That's why I brought him up. Come on, mate. Yeah. Mate. Oh, kill me. Um, Who would actually score well against Collingwood? Josh Kelly's a
0: nice matchup. Collingwood don't really pay much attention to opposition def- uh, midfielders.
1: Yeah, but if Taranto comes back and does push him out.
0: <sighs> at the very least, I think McVale will at least name Kelly on a wing if he's playing on the wing.
1: Nah, because, like, he'd been naming Himmelberg up forward and playing him in defense.
0: Yeah, they play seven defenders, so they've got to name him somewhere.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, you get what I mean. Um, I don't... don't really like the matchup, to be honest. Maybe Jack Crisp, but I wouldn't trust him with a C, to be honest. Um. Yeah, it's gonna to be too many points shared around. You could go Canelio.
0: Yeah, I don't mind that shout. Canelio. Is um, is he captaincy worthy yet, you reckon, Dono?
1: Oh, fuck off. We said he was captaincy worthy before he fucking went bananas. True. Pete I don't know why but I, th- I think they think of oh is not a captain option because of his starting price. You gotta ignore that fact. Look at look at the man's three round average of hundred and twenty four. Yeah, he's got to look at the output. Eighty five, one seventy four, one thirteen, and the, the week before the eighty five, he had a one forty. Like he's oh, people. He, he's a he's a captain option. I personally won't be going in because look that that if I bring in Sean Darcy, that <laughs> I just got that my eyes lit up when I saw heard about that one fucking. 194 or whatever the fuck it was. Anyway, no, nah, I don't really like anything else in this game, Paddo.
0: No, neither do I.
1: Yeah, nah, next one. And the last game at Adelaide Oval, Port Adelaide, 12th versus Gold Coast, who are 11th. Does Took actually play well against Port?
0: Nah, they ran, uh, no, they ran against Port.
1: Yeah, against Port. Does he actually play well?
0: He doesn't and have a super done. high...
1: Yeah, 107, 111, 127. Okay. There's that fucking sneeze. That was delayed as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I do have Sean Darcy in my team. I actually thought of this already, apparently. (laughs) There you go. I should screenshot my trades. I still got like three boosts. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why I held on to them. It's going to be pointless now um (laughs) yep um
0: but no worth noting Tuke was ran with by keys on the weekend Mm. um stumbled to 100 but don't look too much into it he was just sort of ran with um and tagged so um port adelaide don't really have guys that do that i mean pow pepper has kind of done it in the past so as willem drew but they haven't really been playing midfield dano and i think they're sort of Boak should be back this week, so their midfield group will be Boak, Wines, and Rosie, probably. Mm. With others, obviously, rotating through there. So, I think Tuke Miller might be able to sort of off the off the leash and, and do as he pleases. Um, but we'll obviously see. I really like Jared Witts as well. I like the matchup there.
1: You know who started to score well? Matt Rowe. Yeah.
0: It's filthy, isn't it?
1: I oh, know. Why couldn't you do it earlier in the season? You fucked up. Yeah. Ugh. What's he? And he would have been up? a keeper. Hundred and six point seven three round average. Yeah. Hundred and twenty five versus North. Hundred and twenty three versus Adelaide. So. oh, Fucking asshole.
0: Granted, that's two pretty easy matchups for opposition midfielders.
1: Yeah, that's true. And then he's one fifty seven in round one it was against West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Those big scores have been against bottom dwellers. He's a new... um, When Andrew Gaff used to be the flat track bully, he used to score really good against the bottom dwellers and then shit against the good team. So he
0: must kill it at training.
1: (laughs) Right, left hook? Nah. Too soon? (laughs) Too soon? (laughs) Too soon?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Ask Brayshaw. Uh,
1: I just thought of something then. Um... I wouldn't be bringing in Jakey Stringer anytime soon. Is he injured anyway?
0: No, he just came back this week.
1: No, he'll be off for the next two weeks.
0: Why? Let's go holidays.
1: let <laughs> go <laughs> holidays. Love it, mate. Love it. Oh fuck, Pardo, what's your Twitter handle? At P
0: A Double Triple C.
1: Mine is at D A N E O S Triple C. So. From us at the Surf Coach Co-Captains, I'm Dano. And I'm Pato, And this is us signing... The fuck off. Stay away from the fucking schools!